Welcome to the Club Club Podcast. My name is James Alvarado. I do stuff at Heart Audio Cables. I'm joined, as is usually the case, by Hannah. Hello. And then we've also got the talent here, Patrick and Zach. Hello. <laughs> also, hello. And then we also have one more Patrick here. <laughs> What's up? His name is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's my twin brother, Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their Patrick, voices are very similar. So why don't you introduce Before you them. guys talk, you're gonna have to identify yourself. <laughs> uh yeah, this is my twin brother Tim. Known him my whole life, obviously. <laughs> uh I just thought it'd be fun to have him come on. because uh, I don't know, you know, we've been in bands together, we've talked about music our whole lives, and I just thought it would be interesting to get his take on one of the albums. I actually in we were discussing having him come on. We had Thou come on. We had them pick an album. I actually wanted to just have Tim respond to an album that somebody else picked because, I don't know, I kind of thought that would be more interesting. Um, and also just sort of lower stakes and forcing him to pick an album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I so. feel... Yeah, we forgot to mention that we're treating you as a second-tier guest. Mm, that's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, okay. just it's a low pressure for me. Low pressure. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I feel bad that this is if the album. If you do good tonight, you can come back on and pick your own album. <laughs> Why do you feel bad that this is the album? Uh, I don't feel bad that it's the album. I think it's good it's just, representation of James. So, well, okay, that makes me feel good. I, I guess it just doesn't seem like something you'd be super pumped on talking about or diving into, based on your knowledge of his musical musical taste. Yeah, I'm just picturing like I feel what like would there's Patrick, an insult somewhere. Yeah, there. what would I'm picturing to picture what Patrick would pick to like deep dive into of his own volition, you know? And I don't think this would be it. I like this album. I know you do, but I, you know what I mean? In a vacuum. Just delete all this part. I was a little <laughs> mad on it, honestly, but we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> there we go. I was going to say, I don't know why he's worried about that when he picks all these albums, knowing I'm not going to like them anyway. So. We know there's at least one person who's wrong <laughs> on the podcast now. So That's right. That's right. Um, so, so why did you pick this, James? Yeah, I guess I should say what, what the album did you is. pick? Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I picked... Uh, Burial self-titled record, which happens to be called Burial. Burial. Drop. garage dubstep album is that what garage is i I feel like i've heard that term but i didn't Um, i couldn't have told you how it was defined you're asking for like a really long overly long (laughs) answer all right that's fine garage is like i'd like to hear the overly long answer (laughs) (laughs) it's sort of like this i i guess underground form of electronic music kind of goes back to like djs and house 
shows like in the in the United States, like in the seventies and eighties. Like if you learn, learn look up like uh, Candido and stuff like that, uh, which is like some of the precursors to this music. It eventually turned into like Two Step, and then the UK version of it, which is what this is. And uh, I am not nearly well versed enough to talk about it intelligently. I think I, I have listened to a lot of these artists. But even then, I have a hard time making sense of it all and like mm-hmm. seeing where the web, how the web, yeah, the genre uh, interconnections with this stuff gets a little. It's it's a little bit tricky to say exactly what's what, and I think there's a lot of overlap too. I think right. garage, in general, from my understanding, it just sort of refers to this sort of like dance music that comes out of like kind of raves and parties yeah. and that kind of thing. But the, the and, underground and this rave is, scene, right? And this is related to that, but it's kind of like a darker take on it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost I mean, like it's about that rather than is that, I guess. Is like that's a good of, way to put it. Yeah, it's kind of it's I mean, changed, I read that on the Internet, but it changed so much. And this was <laughs> sort of cheating. like that's cheating. <laughs> we, yeah, I, we have, have a strict exactly, no but, reading you know. policy on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting because this is probably the most burial is one of my absolute favorite artists like in my opinion i have never heard a song of his that i thought was bad like i don't think he's ever put out a bad track and um i just like railed on one of my favorite bands of all time the last time i picked an album you know so it's not that i'm yeah not, i was curious uh, if you critical. would have like if you're gonna have things to say about burial fans or not after the <laughs> yeah, really. conversation the worst part about burial <laughs> is the fans you know uh, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, when I got into him, I, we have we have established that I was a mutant. You know, I would I would roam on the 4chan music board, and that's how I discover a lot of new music. You know, in the late 2000s, I was on there, and I would always see Burial's Untrue album thrown around on there as like a recommendation. And I always thought the album art for that was super intriguing. I remember finally diving in and listening to it, and it was like one of those experiences listening to music it was i, I always thought the album art was very intriguing as well on that album and i yeah. didn't, didn't listen to it for years but uh yeah i was something like, about it yeah it's yeah. very interesting were you so surprised when you heard it james like did you feel like you kind of knew what to expect or no i had no idea right like yeah. when it comes to uk cool. garage and dubstep this was my first exposure to it was his untrue album which is not the album we're talking about this week but um and I just thought it was like one of the best things I'd ever heard in my life. Like it was so cool to me. The sound was awesome, which is you're setting a super high bar. If you're like, I love this music. I want to listen to more like it. And then you go check out the rest of the stuff in the genre. And it's like, to me, Burial is almost a cut above just about everybody. There's people who put out some really outstanding tracks, but when you took look at like their body of work, it, does, it doesn't have the strength that this dude does. So anyway, I don't want to go on too long about that. But at the time, he was anonymous. Like, nobody knew who the guy was. It was just a guy putting out beats on Hyperdub. And uh, eventually, it kind of became no... I mean, his identity was revealed or whatever, and it's well established. You can go look on the Wikipedia and all that. But at the time, no one knew who he was, or I I didn't anyway. And um, I had always kind of, like, enjoyed that um, anomalous feel to, like, what, what the person behind the music was and... I've always had an aversion to maybe like learning more about the guy because I feel like it's part of the mystique of, of why I like it so much. And it seems like that's how he feels too. So, 
Yeah. You know, so like, like I, I, I remember is, is a bunch out there. Last year, you and Patrick sent me a link to like a documentary, a mini doc about his music mm-hmm. and how he put together tracks. And I like stopped it halfway through. I was like, I don't want to know anymore because I just it's I don't <laughs> want it to really like, ruin it. that much, you know? Yeah, it's just more than I, I thought I that was actually pretty interesting. I yeah, did. I thought really it was cool, too. And I was yeah. like getting caught up and I was like, eh, I'm going to stop. So anyway. I meant to rewatch that in preparation for this, but I did not. That's how I got into burial. Somebody give me, before oh, yeah. we jump into something else, somebody give me the crash course on what is hyperdub. It's like the label, but it seems to be more than that in, from what I've picked up. Like, just, it, I feel like hyperdub pops up randomly. Like, it's like, yeah, it's there's like a Forza J- skin James? for like your car that's like hyperdub. It's like, oh, really? Is it like a, like the scene? Uh, is that called like, is it called like a hyperdub scene or something? I don't know. Well, I think it's just a label. I mean, dub is like the music, and then yeah. hyperdub is just the guy's label. But what, what's the deal with hyperdub? Is there a deal to so, it, or is it just a label that is this guy ambitious? Named Code Nine, the way I understand it, uh, who kind of is one of like the. It's always been a heavy hitter in like the dubstep UK garage scene or whatever. And I don't know if he, it is just solely his label, but he founded it, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know, we'll get into, you know, there's a track on here with Space Ape on it, and we'll get into that. Code 9 is very closely related to Space Ape, and he's also a very, very good uh, DJ or whatever, whatever they get called, artist. He has some good releases, too. Anyway, I I understand it's just being a label, you know, okay. but it's like so ingrained in the culture, and it's it's like a movement almost there. Mm-hmm. It's It's interesting to me because it seems like such a small place, and there's these subcultures that just seem super daunting to get into and stuff and burial's music is like an extension of that and that's some part of his music that i don't really have a a, i don't relate to or have like a any sort of perspective on but yeah i don't know i don't know about it being more than a label or not i don't know enough about it i guess yeah so zach can you describe the sound of the album or of Burial? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I actually anticipated you picking me for this. So. Uh, I, it's like, <laughs> I would say it's like a, it's like a dark kind of city industrial style dance techno inspired. I see like it, it and it's like the it's like the the good usage of dubstep right like because there's you know how there's like the yeah like bro the third, step yeah 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 it's not like the bro step it's like the the gritty underground <laughs> heavy bass heavy maybe we can get into that but I don't really totally understand how the word dubstep came to be applied to both of those types of music. I guess it, the idea was that they started incorporating a lot more sub bass and, and yeah. um, dub, or like, a, yeah, dub sounds and reggae sounds or whatever. So it right. got, but like, a, I don't know. Dubstep both of these are, seem so far removed from dub reggae that it almost seems meaningless yeah, to it, call it that. There but. is, there is some influence from the reggae, definitely in this album like there's even samples of kind of the kind of some reggae 
in it, but... My heart cries, but who cares? Whose fault's no one but myself? Whose fault's no one I think what happened, like, for the later dubstep was that it was just, like, not necessarily misattribution, but it's, like, a, a bad evolution of... Mm-hmm. Like, there's like the wobbly bass. I feel like that's what yeah, yeah. it's kind of based on. But like yeah. this, yeah. there's no wobbly bass on this album. I I thought there was a little. Not bit. as much. There's it's some not on as, there. It's very, very it's very little. subtle. It's, it's very, very subtle. subtle if it's yeah. there. Yeah. It's not T- like tastefully the, done. Yeah, because in like the the like bro step, like that's actually like the like it's like the hook, right? Is like the right. wobbly shitty bass. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, okay. I I hope we described the sound. I don't know if we did. I thought you did a great job. Yeah, that was good. An okay, admirable exactly. job of it. It's really hard for me to describe it because there's not a lot of lyrics. There's nobody like singing yeah. at you. And I feel like more than anything, it just sort of creates an atmosphere or a feeling. And mm-hmm. Sure. A vibe. Anyway, Tim's over I there cracking say, up. So I, I would I, say I, the, I would describe the sound with three words. Reverb. Wood blocks. Coins. Okay, yeah. Coins. Coins. Are, no, I think those are, are shell casings. Those are shell there casings. Are some shell, there's some shell casings yeah. and some coins. There are some <laughs> coins in there too. There's both, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're muddy guns, you know. <laughs> anyway, what are you gonna say, James? Oh well Tim was cracking up at us all, so I wanna no, hear his thoughts. No, I was laughing at you guys. I just I can't remember what I was laughing about now. But <laughs> <laughs> just something uh, I Zach said. Let's let's get some just impressions. So yeah, let's, let's start right with around. Tim though. Tim, yeah. break my heart. Okay. Sure. Well so I I told Patrick Patrick wasn't convinced that I didn't know this album or had even heard of this guy burial or ever before. <laughs> I mean I didn't I'm, think you had, I didn't admin. think I didn't think you had heard the album, but I think you I probably I, I remain adamant. Name I've never heard, I've <laughs> heard of it before. I remain adamant, but um, I don't. I don't remember seeing this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember seeing anything about it. I even the the untrue album art. I admit it looks cool, but I don't. I don't have a memory of seeing that back in the well, mid aughts or whatever that era is called. Did you, did you never get on the internet? <laughs> oh, I did, but I don't know. I wasn't on Fortune. I'll tell you. I, that, they I, were t- so, constantly talking about same. that on Pitchfork. That's how I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did read Pitchfork in that era, but I guess I just missed it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I hated it. I guess uh, it, it does. I agree with what you said about how it's more of just setting an atmosphere more than anything else. So, yeah, I mean, it was very, like, cold, kind of menacing in a way, mm-hmm. you know. I felt like it was he was trying to make you uncomfortable when you're listening to it, you know. Um, but I don't know. To me, I kind of found myself getting bored listening to it. Because it was just kind of, you know, there's not a lot that, like, a lot of the tracks don't really evolve very much. And they don't, they just kind of stay the same. And then they all kind of, you know, have a very similar vibe to them. So, with some exceptions, I guess. But, uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, so, yeah, it wasn't like it was bad, but it just wasn't like, just wasn't like what I was feeling right now. And it wasn't like, I kind of had to force myself to listen to it again, rather than, like, there wasn't anything... I feel like a lot of times when I like a new song or a band or an album or something, there's like, there'll be one like hook or track or something that like I really love and I get obsessed with. And I'll listen to that like over and over. And then eventually I'll like branch out to the rest of the album or something. Cause like eventually, you know, it'll like go to the next song and then eventually I'll be like, okay, whatever. I'm, I don't click it back to the one that I'm obsessed with. <laughs> and I start listening to the rest of the album. Yeah. 
but with this one it wasn't like it felt like there was there was no like hook point that like drew me in i know it's not like hook based pop or whatever you know so i guess that's the point of it but yeah it didn't it didn't grab me in any way fair enough okay for um, listeners reference uh, Tim, tim's favorite band is <laughs> <laughs> the allman brothers <laughs> <laughs> go ahead patrick um i was wait familiar. wait wait we should we should not do the twins right right Why? back to back i mean you can't tell who, who's who <laughs> you can just go ahead go. this is patrick a... <laughs> yeah this is patrick. Talk. not right now <laughs> now i'm more confused yeah i was familiar with burial i had listened to untrue and this album before but was less familiar with this album uh i liked it a lot i, I like burial a lot i think it's i mean i agree that with what some of what tim is saying like there's not traditional hooks, but I do. For me, there are things that I consider hooks, and it's mostly just the beats and and the way that the beats, just like the actual like beat patterns themselves are yeah, like very interesting. Like the beat itself can just be and like the yeah. way that that sure in like this kind of grind music and and burial especially does these like woodblock type snare sounds and, and with like like. And it like always just, like at, just at rims, the end of just the, the rim of the yeah, snare. like the rim <laughs> shot or like a, it's like this beat like, and then it adds that thing at the end. I don't know. I just find that very appealing and. I really enjoy hearing that uh, over yeah, and over again. That, so. <laughs> the the uh, way he lays yeah. out his beats is just, it's just yeah. really, really good. I, I'm sorry, interrupted. Go on. Go no. On. I was just saying that that sort of serves as the hook for me. I think I haven't really listened to Untrue in a while. I think I probably prefer that album slightly to this one, but I do think this is a really good album and I enjoyed listening to it again. Nice. Me too. Anna, you go. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I like Burial a lot too. Um, similar to what Patrick was saying. I am more familiar with Untrue as well. I think... I didn't listen to it back in the day. I feel like I started listening to it when I became friends with you, James. So I was wondering, like Patrick, did you, were, did yeah, you like Patrick to it never. Patrick I, had, see, I guess, it, but like this was I on had, all the time in my apartment. I assume it wasn't really. I don't think maybe it was, but I. I, it never, I mean, I didn't click with me at the I time. I first heard was. of Untrue because you had their album art in our practice space. That's right. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. that was, I had it printed out. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but I, I didn't really start listening to Burial that much until probably like two years ago you sent maybe. us like that um, um garage i don't know i don't want to use the word that playlist the yeah. yeah i don't want to use the word john but it's like wait, when I, I i told you to send me yeah. that because i was like for some reason finally it was like oh i want to like actually try to listen to burial and see what this is about mm -hmm. and i was getting into it that, at that time and i wanted to get more Wait, it's my turn, not yours. From you. You, you asked, somebody asked me a question. Somebody asked me a question. No, I know. But anyway, so yeah, so I was like familiar with them, but you know, I've listened to Untrue much more. Um, so this was like the first time that I'd listened to this album like super extensively. Um, but yeah, I just, I really like like how immersive like the whole album is and just like how immersive each track is. Like each one almost feels like its own little like microcosm that you're kind of like peering in on. And I do think that, like, so the main, I didn't come up with, like, three words like you did, Patrick, but, like, <laughs> for me, some words to describe this album would just be, like, 
scary, lurking, and like, I don't know, almost like, I feel like he does a good job of like evoking like a sense of like dread at times, but then also like a sense of like nostalgia at times. So, um, so yeah, I just really enjoy that. Um, and the whole album to me feels like pretty personal, which I honestly like wouldn't have necessarily thought until I like read this like very long interview with him. Um, and then that made me like realize like how personal of an album it is and like how personal his music is. Um, and like the way that he talks about his music is like very interesting. So I would recommend that. Maybe I have need to you read, read this. this, James. It's like the it's no. like a very long interview that he did with someone from The Wire. I've always read some things, and I always think like if oh, you ever I do. have like read any snippet from him, it's probably from this because like he's only ever done like two interviews or something. You maybe know? maybe so if you've ever seen any quote something. from him, it's probably from this um, okay. thing. But like the whole transcript is like up online. Um, and just like the way that he like talks about his music is really interesting. Um, so yeah, so I like this album a lot and I enjoyed like getting to go deeper into it. Uh, I feel like I don't have to go because I basically have exactly what the same thing as, uh, what Tim said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. It, I'm, I'm usually got an ally on the part. Right exactly. Oh, and boy. I'm so excited for it. That's why I'm glad, I'm glad that you didn't pick me to go right after him. Cause I was just like, yeah, same. You know, I was going to agree with Patrick, didn't you? <laughs> I oh, actually man. did. I'm, I'm glad you didn't. Um, we have actually kind of diverged a bit in our musical listening habits. That's true. Yeah. Since we've good, good. not been living together and, and seeing each other as much well, as we did when we were. Special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even like, you know, when you're. Not even before then, I guess. College roommates, it's different than hmm. when you're, you know, both married adults living in your own apartments. I mean, elementary you know, school roommates true. too. Yeah. That's right. Middle school. Elementary school roommates. Uh. So, yeah, if we could have some more Tim on, that's, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to want him to come on for all he's of your actually, album picks He's actually now. replacing that. me going forward. So. Okay. <laughs> oh, dope. Um, what I'll say is, like, this album sounded very good through and through. Like, it was really fun to listen to on headphones. Because the, the few listens I did not on headphones, like, just through speakers or through my car, I think the experience was not as good. Um as like actually sitting down and laying laying down and having the headphones and just like being kind of drowned in sound. But I think kind of similar to what Tim said, when I was actively trying to listen to this album, I enjoyed it less. Um, the few times I put it on and was just like doing things in the background and had it on, I really enjoyed it, which is kind of weird. So if I was like zoning out, not listening to it, I was enjoying it. But if I was sitting there like, trying to listen to it and like get my thoughts together. I was, I was also getting bored and just like, it just kind of goes nowhere, which is, I mean, it doesn't have to, right. But, um, I, once you kind of figure that out, like I didn't look forward to most of the songs on the album. Cause it was like, okay, <laughs> like it's going to yeah, do this. Know, yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's okay. This is five minutes of this. That's cool. Um, the only exception is space ape. I feel like I loved space ape the entire time and looking up, like reaction to this album everyone says like or the stuff i saw was like this is like that's like the bad the bad song on this album like that's the one that people don't enjoy and yeah, I, it seems yeah. Like one of i remember the, when i first got into it well that was one of the ones, ones i was like really yeah i i listened to space Ape and i was like i actually need to get into some of his music because that that was really enjoyable you should though 
Um, yeah. Why have you uh, taken space safe is bad? I'm not like, sure, just, really. I think it sort of sticks out at first, I think, compared to the rest of this. Yeah, it's kind of the sentiment tracks. I get. I, the, the other thing I did enjoy on this album was I do like when someone uses a sample and you can't recognize it, even if you've like heard that before. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I had like to go back. Album. Yeah, he does that. Like, yeah, a lot. Like, I had did to go you back. And the like, second track is Destiny's De- Child. No, I didn't. And I, <laughs> my sister had that CD, and yeah. I definitely have heard it a lot in my in my life. Like, been a victim of that. Not like that this album. Though. Yeah, which was cool. Um, so I was but, proud of myself because one of those interludes, I was like, that sounds like Forrest Whitaker talking. And yeah, yeah. I realized this is that ghost dog samurai movie or something. It's my ghost guess. Dog. And then I went Wait, on the Wikipedia. We're both almost extinct. Sometimes. My love. Gotta stick with nature ways. And I was right about it. And I realized like, oh, I need to go outside more. But... <laughs> You need to watch that movie if you haven't I seen have, it, by the way. It was, on, it was on the Plex share with you guys. Um, <laughs> the Plex I'm, hasn't been working I've made it about halfway through, and then I never finished it. Sad. I haven't seen uh, it. That, but speaking of spooky, that final, that last uh, outro on this album that has the Mothman Prophecies uh, mm-hmm. outro. I went into the bathroom to get some aspirin, and I happened to look in the mirror, and... I swear to God, I see something. If you haven't seen that movie, go see it too for some oh, good is that what early, that's from? yeah, some early two thousands <laughs> cheesy uh, <laughs> horror. <laughs> so can I? Are you done, Zach? Do you have anything else? Any other? Ah, that's it. That's it. Of, uh, see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm gonna say what I think about the album. Okay, you already did. <laughs> so, with <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. With <laughs> I feel like he like creates an environment that you feel like I feel like I'm transported into, you know, like I feel like I'm exploring like this, these different alleyways or something of this mm-hmm. underground neighborhood or something. It, it's just perfect night music head. As I mentioned, the headphone thing, like one of my favorite things to do in life is to put a burial album on and just go for a walk outside, you know, bonus points if you're in a city, which I don't really get to do that that often. But um, it just sounds, I love sounds that sound urban and stuff like that. And this hits all of those notes. And to me, what sets him apart from so many of the other artists in this genre movement or scene is like his stuff sounds so much more alive or organic or something than a lot of the other artists. He, the way he arranges his, his beats and stuff, it just sounds... Um, like human or something. Whereas a lot of times it can just get quantized and set to a, a timeline or, or, or track. Oh, yeah. According to the interview, metronome. he doesn't uh, like use a sampler. Basically he just drags the samples like mm-hmm. on the timeline in his DAW basically until he's they like sound always claiming right. he doesn't know how to use like sequencers and stuff. Yeah. So it's oh, like wow. not right. on the grid. It's just like how he kind of got the loop sounding like he wanted to then duplicated it out, I guess. Um, huh. Yeah. So there might be something to that sort of. So then Zach and Tim both kind of mentioned like hard to stay focused. I, I feel like I have the opposite reaction. Like I feel like 
the album can come off as like a chill background music type of album to just have on while you're doing something else. But then I feel like when I focus on it, you realize how much like some parts of it, how hard some of the parts hit or how much some of it feels like a, a banger sort of like with the way, the way, the clever ways he like throws in extra hits on the beats or throws in little shuffles that keep it um, danceable or something. And see, I know what you mean. Cause I always resented people saying that like post-rock was background music. You know what I mean? Cause I yeah, felt the same yeah. way of like, Oh, I get, I, I listen to it intently, but then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'm just not familiar enough with dubstep for like the, you know, the genius of what he did to like yeah. register with me or whatever. <laughs> so with all that being yeah. said, um, I still probably feel like untrue is probably my, my preferred record, like the better record to me. And like, I think what I love so much about burial is just the, the sound is amazing to me. Like the way the sound is presented is great. And if you thought some of the shortcomings were maybe how, how like repetitive or where like you feel like, the way the track sounded at the beginning is the same as it sounded at the end after five minutes. If you go to Untrue, I think some of his songwriting develops a little bit in that regard. Mm-hmm. And um, So Untrue that, came out like a year after this, correct? Year two, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. And those are only, there's only two full lengths. After that, all he's done is like EPs, singles, mm-hmm. co- collaborative efforts with people. And they all sound different, but the same at the same time. It's hard to explain, but it sounds like him, but it's way different and there are some really great eps too that Mm -hmm. you shouldn't sleep on or whatever but anyway favorite tracks from anybody um i like distant lights distant lights is a nice starter yeah Mm -hmm. after the intro i liked wounder i don't know if it's supposed to be wounder 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 probably given the that's uh, my favorite track yeah that one's really good and then i mean i honestly like all of them but i like broken home a lot and prayer as well i really like southern comfort uh yeah uh, there's the the beat in southern comfort is really good like I mean, on a lot of these, I wrote like, oh, I really like this beat. I mean, that's like the whole album is the beats, but like mm-hmm. the specific drum beat used on Southern Comfort, I think is really cool. Um, I think if any of them have mm-hmm. that, that wub wub sound that dubstep became like mm-hmm. known for or infamous for, it's sort of a Southern Comfort. Yeah. And, and I feel like Southern Comfort, he does this thing that... I, I, it's just this tiny detail, but I really, really like it when, you know, the song kind of has a, the barest buildup possible in it, where like the second half of the song, it kind of, in the middle, it dies down. And then around 2.45 for the first time, it does this thing that then like shows up throughout the second half of the song. It's like, tick tock, tick. Where it does that little like <laughs> extra flourish on the snare hit thing. Yeah. And I just really like that. Sounds really cool. <laughs> so that's why I like that song. What about the naysayers? Did you guys have a favorite track? Uh, or I, I guess mean, you already said yours, Zach.
think Space Ape and yeah. I, I liked Prayer and I liked uh, that that first track, not not Untitled, but the um, yeah, the Destiny's Lights. Child one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If I had to name one, I'd probably like uh, like I enjoyed Nightbus probably the most as I was listening to it. it that like, one is a cool one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's some, like I don't know. It's kind of like selected ambient works or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I I enjoyed the change of pace. I also liked any moment where there was like, it sounded like a siren. Mm-hmm. Or something like, or like a. Oh, yeah, or like an air horn. Like or something. a fog horn, maybe. Yeah. 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 That was like. That was, that used was like the, a lot. It was in multiple um, songs. I liked that. So yeah, the, that was the highlight for me. Wound Wounder. One random point, though, and something Tim just mentioned uh, speaking of selected ambient works, he actually samples that. I really liked Ambient Works 2 in the song Forgive, which I didn't know until I just randomly read it online. It's kind of... that's a- Is that Aphex Twin? Yeah. So when, yeah, which, when people didn't know his uh, identity, that was like one rumor was that it was Aphex. people thought it was Aphex Twin. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if when, anyone seriously thought any that, unknown, that was like... Any unknown electronic artist, yeah, people, people always just... speculate that it's Aphex Twin, but... <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad guess. The only reason I, they I do that it, is but... because he's known for having different... Right. Yeah. Right. Monikers, monikers throughout the years, but like I feel right. like that's kind of a weird thing to do in your own genre, though. But like, like if I was like a prominent like dub artist, I would put out a country art art uh, album with a different name. You know, dude. What's uh, Chris Gaines? You know, there you go. There you go. We well, should who review was, that. I. I. It's really weird that I remembered Chris Gaines after all these years. I, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mentioned this before, but. Um, I do feel like there's like a sense of like lurking throughout the album and not that I want to like have it be like all my takes came from this like interview with him, but like apparently, so do you guys like, did you guys read anything about him? No. I mean, I have years do ago. Do you want any, do you want things yeah, spoiled sure. or no? no? I, yeah, no, okay. tell it. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested here cause I, I just took everything at face value with no Yeah. Info. So he, so Same. I guess he, um, he had an older brother who was like very much like in the scene as far as like actually like going to like raves and like to clubs and stuff like when he was um, younger. So he would like come home at night and just like play like records for him and like show him songs. And like that was kind of like his introduction to a lot of this. Um, And I guess like in this interview with The Wire, like he, you know, he clearly like looked up to his older brother a lot. Um, But he basically was saying like, yeah, like, I've never been to a festival. I've never been to a rave. I've never been to an illegal party. And he was like listing off all these things that like he's never done. And he was like, like, I've really like just been to like normal like clubs. And like, to me that like really like made sense a lot to me because like, I do feel like the, like that the songs in the album is just like someone like looking in on something, but they're not necessarily like a part of it. And like, mm. that is kind of like the story of his life, I guess. So I feel like he really like conveys that really well in his music um and like i feel like he just like nails that vibe like very well and it's kind of like related to what you were saying james like you know just like walking through like the city streets and like he talked about that too like you know i like i love like just walking through the city and like sometimes i'm on my way somewhere and like sometimes i'm like not on my way somewhere (laughs) (laughs) like that was like all he had to say about that same yeah (laughs) yeah, pretty much perfect um yeah uh one one way I was gonna describe the the sound of this earlier, I just thought of this was, and this is personal to you, James, but it it sounds like what I think your desktop background looks like. 
Yeah. Wait, show it to us. It's got to be like some cityscape. It's probably uh, like okay. the Mogwai album cover. It's what Zach's thinking of. Hardcore Is will it? never die, but you will. Okay. Stuff like that. Uh, let me see if I have some of my desktops here. <laughs> I'll send some really quick. Okay. They, they, they cycle through, so. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Just share well, your screen with us. Can I share it on Zoom? Okay, yeah. yeah, I can do that. I'm down to do that. I have to allow yeah, it. Yeah, for that inspo. But yeah, just like an urban sprawl, but like a... Uh, I can't like share a, my screen. Yeah. A right, semi-modern architecture. Uh, no, that's the wrong screen. This is this will be all on the podcast, too. This is an audio-only podcast, but we're going to describe <laughs> what we're looking at. Exactly. Can y'all see? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, wow. yep, Look at that. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Zentech corporate headquarters. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. So it just cycles through these pictures. I have a, a bunch more, but this is what I've got on my. That's one of my favorites right there. I like the red, the touches of red in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one. We we'll go back. Oh, that one's cool too. Yeah, I like this one. It looks nice. Yeah. This one right here. Nice. Yeah, that it's on. I'll send it to y'all. Very uh, <laughs> future corporate. You know. Yeah. Is that is that Coruscant right there? I don't know. I hope not. I'm pretty sure it is Coruscant. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. I don't like it when there's people in them. Like, when there's mm-hmm. one person, not not as into that. You, there's a you lot like of to, people, it's fine. But Do you like to place yourself in the picture and you can't do that if there's another person? Is that the issue? Maybe. Because hmm. that person's so much not about you, James. walking around. Wouldn't it be great to live in these places? <laughs> I'm not sure. Not. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they seem you know, actually, okay, hold on, hold on. Stop sharing your screen because I, uh, all right. That's, that one's like perfect to me, this one. Uh, something you just said reminded me of something. We, this is kind of skipping ahead to when we do the album art thing, but we should have done that. We should start doing that at the beginning. So, Well, let's anyway. do it right now. We can keep talking. But um, the, what you said about, uh, wouldn't it be great to live there? And Hannah said, I'm not sure. Reminded <laughs> me of a quote that I read by Burial about the album art of this thing when he said oh yeah he like took this picture right or something i think so i don't know if he took it or not if he did that's cool um the album art i guess i'll just go ahead and describe it first it is the city of london seen from a great height above and it's kind of uh, processed in a way that the picture is processed in a way to kind of make it somewhat monochromatic with like a reddish black purplish kind of color uh, it seems to be almost maybe there's a little bit of snow on the ground or something. Uh, it says burial, burial, and then it's got like this hyperdub catalog number on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the quote here that burial said about it was, "That's what I wanted: epic, distant lights." I love this film called Nil by Mouth by Gary Oldman because it's the only film I've ever seen anyone get London properly in, which is just distant lights down the end of your road that vibe but then sometimes i don't love it which reminds mm-hmm. me of what hannah just said we're like mm-hmm. oh wouldn't it be great to live there well would it i don't know it's like there's it's like it's kind of cool but cons. at the same time it's like maybe he does live up to how good his music is maybe i should read all of his stuff yeah i don't think you would be disappointed james yeah. if that's what you're worried about yeah it doesn't sound like it yeah i think you would consider him a kindred spirit so, so zach and tim do y'all feel like what we're talking about is just dumb like no. 
<laughs> I, I want to say yes just for fun, but no. Like, I feel like we're gushing about it, but it, I don't know. I think you're... I'll just say it's okay to be wrong, guys. Okay. Oh, um, well, thank you. Just, but I, think no, I mean, I feel like I re respond the same way to other kinds of things. So I can relate to how you like the album. I just... I think y'all's takes are actually like perfectly reasonable, objective, mm -hmm. like takes yeah, that I you could have about I don't need it, your validation, but... but uh... <laughs> Uh, like what Patrick said about like it. how you love like one tiny little detail about a song. Like I have that about other songs that I love, but I don't know. I guess I just didn't, you know, I didn't listen to it enough times to notice that, I guess. Cause I, I mean, just listening to it for one week in. is like yeah. a bit, mm -hmm. you know, tough too. like the and three I, people that like it are the three people that like have listened to it for more than just the past week. Yeah. And I'll say it's know. not great music to listen to when you're trying to like survive in the middle of a snowpocalypse and you have no power and it's like just drab like sad music and you're like uh i don't know if i'm gonna really survive goes, tomorrow it really like, goes we well with water. the sound of water flowing through your walls you know? <laughs> yeah yeah thankfully we didn't have that happen but we i'm did. glad you guys got we it sorted James out did. yeah Damn. And then now, yeah. uh, now Those... nowhere, nowhere serving soft drinks. So like, I ordered food online, and I asked for lemonade. They sent me this huge thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Taco Bell drive-through handed me a can of Pepsi earlier, <laughs> and I was like, ah, they like, just, don't have don't, water. Or yeah, what? Like, don't, well, yeah, the don't water's on a, It's a boil notice right now, so like, yeah, they can't, they can't use, use their water. fountain. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. It, getting back to the thing about barrel, it, I mean, it is like difficult it is repetitive. music it is homogenous sounding and, the whole album it's, is pretty it's like avant-garde and challenging you know mm -hmm. sort of um it's it's not like immediately like poppy music or anything um i actually a while back i came across this like blog post or something by this guy talking about it's like an intro to modern classical music and he was sort of the first part of it was just making this argument that Part of the reason why modern modern classical music isn't that popular is just because it's not talked about or like in popular music press, basically. And one of the examples he gave to support his case was like that they talk about plenty of things that are like difficult and challenging to listen to. And Burial's song "You Hurt Me" was an example that he gave, <laughs> which is on his album. There you go. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I sympathize with that's someone awesome. that's just listening to it, not necessarily being drawn in immediately by it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do think, speaking of you hurt me, I think, like, there is this sort of a wounded sound to, like, all of his mm -hmm. stuff, you know. Wounder. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I guess. Wounder. Look at that. Wounder. Wounder. <laughs> figured it. Okay. So, can we talk about Space Ape a little bit? Yes. I what? used to not like that track as much. It used to be, like, a low point for me, and then I just... Because that's what they said on 4chan. <laughs> no, no. All, the, all I, uh, the mutants? I don't really... Uh, th they didn't influence my opinion. I'm just messing but, um, well, I'm just want to make it clear. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. I was just... You know, I got into the genre pretty heavily or whatever. And there's a Code 9 and Space Ape collaborative album called Memories of the Future. And that album is Code 9. Uh, where I say, like, Burial is sort of like feels organic in a way or has like all this like life to it code nine feels a lot more um cold and cerebral or something mechanical or like mechanical or, to me yeah. and uh but it was still like really good um and he does the album with a space ape and uh that was really really good it made me like appreciate his work more and um 
then I go back and listen to this, and I'm like, oh man, I like that track a lot now. Like that would that would have been one of my picks for the the podcast playlist. So fill me in. It's a space ape, another artist. Yeah, yeah that's the who they're doing the spoken the vocals, word. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right. Same as Stephen Gordon. He actually okay. died in 2014. Yeah, I think he got cancer or something, and mm. uh, he's collaborated on a lot of hyperdub stuff. Have you listened to much of his like solo stuff, or is there solo space ape stuff? That's a good question. I don't. The only stuff I know about him You've doing just is with seen him being Code like featured and, on things. Yeah, there was like a thing that said like if dubstep had a voice, it was his voice, you know, because mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of singers in the genre. I want to do a quick segment here, a little bit different. Um, everybody, go around and just say the name of the artist that we're discussing. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. <laughs> you go. I'm always getting nervous about it. I'm out to go last. Who? I'm first. Yeah, burial. Zach. Burial. Hannah. Burial. I'm not gonna do it. James. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm gonna say burial, James. How do you say it? I'm not gonna say it because <laughs> uh, I feel like you say it burial, but I burial. don't know if you're just riffing on the fact that that's sort of how it's spelled, but no one pronounces it that way. Or if you actually like are kind of pushing back on, you think it should be pronounced that way, or it's a joke that you just <laughs> kind of rolled with for your whole life. Cause I, this was something that I've sort of always wondered about whenever we're discussing this artist. It's just, I don't really care that you pronounce it that way. Wait, is this segment it. just to make fun of James? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not to make fun of him. It's, it's just to ask him about how he says it. <laughs> this is a one and done segment. We'll never do it again. <laughs> Just kidding. We should do it. Yeah, I just call him Burial. I just think that's the way it's burial. spelled. You know? Burial. And I, I think I remember as a kid people correcting other kids when they would say Barry instead of Burry. Mm-hmm. So, really? I feel like it's one of those things where people just say Burial and it's just sort of accepted that it's not pronounced exactly like it's spelled. So I was always under the impression that it was incorrect to say Barry. It's probably burial. according to somebody, so I'm sure burial. it is, but... Oh, I've never heard that before. But I've heard, let's, let's I've heard it be all, true. both ways down let's here. Let's look at the pronunciation. This is not the first time we've done this in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else were we doing pronunciations for? I don't remember now. It says burial. Burial. That E character. The like upside down E thing that we're talking about. Burial. 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 Now that you're doing that, I remember we did do this on something else. I know, but what was it? I'm trying to I don't remember. Oh, it, no, no, no. It was, uh, what was it? Um, it was something like French. Oh, yeah. It was in Circle Takes a Square. Uh, no, no, no. It, well, that uh, was, was Marat David or something like but that. But I don't think we looked yeah. up pronunciations no. for that. It was something it was kind something of more French. recent. Like, the, I don't know. Wolf. Okay. I don't Whatever. Know if we're remember it didn't right make now. it into an episode, but like, yeah. It was more of an burial. after hours thing. Burial. Um, I'll say burial from now on. No, I'm I know. Burial. Say it however you want. I'm just too late. Saying just want to understand your psyche. Yeah. I don't know. You said that this album explained a lot about me or something earlier. And when we first started the episode, I didn't understand that. Who said that? Who said that? You said that. I didn't say that. It made sense. It sounded like me or something. I just said it was like a good pick. I just think it's describes your James. musical taste well. It's just a good pick to like if you wanted to pick one album and say like this is what James likes to show somebody. I can I could. I could. Agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys think of Broken Home? That was like one of the tracks towards the end. Who's 
this one, I, I felt like musically it was like one of the more like positive sounding ones, yeah. but then like the title of it is Broken Home, so I didn't really know like what to think of that. I didn't know if anyone had any insights. I meant to look up the lyrics, like are there lyrics listed? Like if you want Genius, it's going to have all the samples Yeah, laid out but I mean lyrics. it's obviously. Oh. Yeah, I remember not liking this track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember like not it. liking this track. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised because this one has almost like some yeah. of the more normal singing. I expected Zach to like Night Bus, Southern Comfort, and Space Ape the most. Yeah. Because I, and I thought that those are my three least favorite tracks on it. <laughs> <laughs> Aside so from it's, the it was pretty easy outros. for you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm making a joke, but it could seriously was what I was expecting. It's a very yeah, reliable <laughs> measure. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Look, if it works, it works, Very... man. <laughs> yeah. Like I just put a, I, I like I just decided that I like really loved Southern Comfort towards the yeah. end of my listens as mm-hmm. we went on to the episode. But gotcha. at first, it was I, always like you know middle of the road. For uh, Tim, what, what if you had to pick a favorite track on the album? What would you ha- say if you were forced to pick one? He I already, already said, said Night Bus. Oh, Night Bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if you had to pick one with a beat? I I don't know. It's hard for me to differentiate them in my mind. Thinking back, like, you know. Yep. I have the same problem. Gotcha. I, want, I want you to pick an album and come back on. I feel like this is not a, not a good one for you. That's fine. No, it's good. But I'll pick an album and come back on. Just come back next week. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You, he's not picking next Ty- week, though, because it's my Ty- pick. Ty- <laughs> but you can, come, week, you can come right? on, though. This week, uh, sure. Well, we're not recording it this week, but yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So one sentence summary, then. For Tim, if you haven't heard us when we do this segment, we just... Everybody goes around and tries to spoil down there, take on the album into one sentence. It's usually three or four. Mm-hmm. Try to boil it down there. If no you one's can. ever really done yeah. it in one sentence. Yeah. But... Not unless you've really thought hard about it beforehand. Um, who wants to go first? I can go Patrick. first. Okay, Hannah. So, yeah, I just feel like every song on this, like it's a very, the album has a very consistent vibe, but every song kind of has its own. Like earlier, I called it like every song is like its own microcosm. And I feel like every song has its own like little like niche of a vibe, um, which like we didn't get into all of them. Maybe I'll send you guys my list later of like what I think the vibe of each track is. It's just real quick. Read us off some of the vibes, the, some of your micro vibes. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Um, micro vibes. So gutted. <laughs> That's a good album title. Just, no, don't even necessarily go to that level. Just gutted romantic. Okay. Forgive nostalgic. Broken home, uplifting. That's some of them. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, Vibing. I did not get uplifting from broken home when I listened to it, but really, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Listen again. That one just makes me feel bad. <laughs> I mean, it's called broken home. Okay, that was my that was my one sentence. All right, I've got mine pretty well boiled down. Um, spooky sounds good. Boring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. All, All right, right, Tim. Keep uh, yeah, I don't. So, I guess I'm looking at my notes here. I kind of wrote it was very minimalist and not that musical, and gets more almost gets more minimalist as it goes. And I felt like it was trying to be edgy and make me uncomfortable, and I kind of resented it for that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what about you? God even knows when a single hair moves on your head. And you taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> James, what about you? Have you seen that movie? No, I want to, though. <laughs> okay. 
Oh man. It's just the perfect sound to like nighttime periphery. <laughs> I don't know. In the city, you know. I thought you were using nighttime as a verb there. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. <laughs> it's it's Sorry. just uh I don't know. Oh, Hannah. I don't know how to describe it. He's just one of the one of the best at what he does. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to describe uh, my love for this album and the album after it and this sound. It's just tickles me in the right places, I guess. Sorry, guys. All right. I don't have Sounds a good, good. sentence. God even knows when a single hair moves on your head. And you taught me that. So do you guys want to know what we're listening to next? Yeah. All right. Sure. So uh, next we're going to listen to the 1997 album Retreat from the Sun by That Dog. I have no idea what this is. Good. Yeah, I admit I never heard that. From the Sun. <laughs> Are you guys all Googling it now? Yeah. <laughs> so did you guys look up how well Barry Hole did on, never on heard the reviews? I mean, I assume very, very good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I saw an 8.0 on Pitchfork. For Burial? Yeah, that Burial, bur, burial man. The, the twins are... Uh, <laughs> the twins are dying right now. Oh, sometimes one of us makes a joke and it's like right on the other one. It's just like we're right on the same Thank you for listening. Um, if you've made it this far, kudos to you. Anyway, if you want to follow us, you can follow Zach at the Cookie Monster two five eight on Instagram. Anna and Patrick can be followed at I wish I could skateboard. Uh, maybe it's like sixty forty. Hannah, maybe more. Uh, hard audio cables. I try to on Instagram you, as well. Wait, wait, there's my voice is there. Next week is Hannah's pick. She chose an album by that dog. I can't remember the name of the album. Retreat from the Sun. Retreat from the Sun. Thank you to our guest for joining us. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> <laughs>